Matt Wilcom here on Real Presence Live, along with Father Tim Buren, also known as yours truly, <laughs> Father Tim Buren. And we're coming to you live from St. Charles Church, where Father Tim Buren is the pastor. And we're getting ready for the Straight Talk segment, where you can call in with your questions about the Catholic faith and talk with Father Buren. Again, that number to call in is 877-795-0122. And that is the sound of even more knowledge of the Catholic faith that Father Tim Buren here with me is going to be dispensing to you when you call in to Straight Talk at 877-795-0122. Again, that number to call, 877-795-0122 to talk with Father Tim Buren on Straight Talk. If you've got something that's on your mind, a question about the Catholic faith, Please don't hesitate to give us a call. That enthusiasm that Matt has in, in studying recently again John's Gospel really is a great invitation for all of us that sometimes we need to go back and review. Sometimes we need to, again, uh, acknowledge that we might uh, not know the whole picture and there's more to the story that we can relearn. Recently, I had a spiritual director, my spiritual director rather, that had suggested a book that I read. He actually gave me a copy of this book. And when I brought it back to read, I'm like, this is really familiar. Well, it turns out that I had actually purchased this book about 20 years ago and it was on my shelf. So it was, again, a great time to review and to go a little bit deeper as we continually learn and grow in our faith. Absolutely. And something that we do at the Diocese of Winona Rochester, shameless plug, on our Facebook page is that we give away a book every Friday. It's called Friday Facebook Fun. So again, just a shameless plug for that. You can go in uh, on our diocesan website and register to win a different book about a different aspect of the Catholic faith. Uh, we try to cover a wide variety of topics, but I always, I always love getting the responses when I pose the question that is required to enter. Uh, there's always some really great responses, great ideas as to how to live your Catholic faith to the fullest. The diocese surely has a, a phenomenal presence on social media. Uh, it's fun to watch the people's reactions and responses to the questions and, and whatnot that is, again, uh, placed before them on Friday. Uh, a couple months ago, I actually participated and... I was one of your winners. You were, and so the book that I that I won was forming intentional disciples. Forming intentional disciples, and I, I you know, I have a I have a case of those books. Uh, so, <laughs> well, that's another book it's, in your arsenal. There you go. Absolutely. You, you know, can, it's something that we've been studying in our pastoral council and amongst our staff, uh, and and doing a book study with that. So it's a great great uh, resource. Uh, again, this is Straight Talk. I'm Father Tim Bieren, along with Matt Wilcom. The number is eight seven 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 nine five zero. One two two. We would like to hear from you. Uh, the call-in number eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two, or you can go on our Facebook and leave a message there, and I will respond to that question to the best of my abilities. Again, the number is eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Yes, or the Facebook page. You can even leave a question and do it anonymously. Say, "I want to remain anonymous." That's fine too. I did that. Did. I did that earlier. I had actually asked a question of a of a fellow of brother your, of priest. Oh, of a fellow. Oh, no, a brother I priest. Say, I ask I, yourself a question here. I don't know if we can allow that. It was a comment and a question, you know, um, and it was um, 
it was it was a great response from the priest and it was something that i had on my heart and it turned out that others had it on their heart as well and so that's one of the the reasons that i had shared it because sometimes we're afraid to ask the questions you know we are afraid to maybe uh, to reach out but that's one of the reasons i encourage people to either call or again from the safety of your computer to be able just to leave that anonymous question um, to be responded to, again, to the best of our abilities. Again, the number to call for Straight Talk to speak with Father Tim Buren about anything about the Catholic faith that might be on your heart. You have a question, you want a clarification on something, the number 877-795-0122. Again, 877-795-0122. I just wanted to go back to what you were talking about with Father Barron's, or Bishop Barron's, rather, his points about trying to draw, how we can draw back the the nuns, if you will, N-O-N-E-S, those who have fallen away from any sort of practice, especially Catholics. And one particular aspect that he highlighted is the way of beauty. The way of beauty. And I think he does that so masterfully with his Catholicism series. How important is that in in a, in a parish setting or in a, in a in a homily to display for the viewers for the listeners for anybody who might be in a church the, that the beauty that the majesty the extravagant beauty of god when we walk into a church and and we find ourselves in the presence of god and you walk into that sacred space and you immediately can sense the holy of holies you can you can sense the presence of the lord in the tabernacle uh, that is uh, is so necessary for us uh, to be able to come and get refueled whether in our personal prayer time in these sacred spaces uh, that indeed uh, portray that beauty or uh, again in the the liturgy and the sacrifice of the mass to be able to come to be nourished so that again we can go forth into the mission field and that is one of the the ways that uh, bishop i keep calling him father Baron as well. I knew him. He was one of my seminary professors at Mundelein Seminary. But Bishop Barron has uh, has a great understanding of how this is a responsibility, not just for the ordained, but for all of the faithful to reach out and to live this in regards to um, how Jesus is again using us to live out that mission. Go make disciples. And I think of also beauty in what we hear in liturgical music, also within the medium, which is Catholic radio, which is part of the reason why I love doing this, is that there's a purity of the word that is on display in Catholic radio. The word was spoken by God, the eternal word, and we're speaking this word, and in in a sense, it becomes even more animated because we're forced, when we listen to radio, to use our imaginations a little bit more. And God can use our imaginations in wonderful ways and captivate our hearts through that. You know, I think I was recently uh, heard that the longest distance uh, anywhere is, the I think it's 17 inches between a person's head and their heart. To try to connect those two is difficult. But for me, the medium of Catholic radio does that in such a wonderful way. I think because I'm hearing the word spoken by people who image God, I think that's a key component in that you're able to hear God's word spoken by someone who is made in his image and likeness 
and it's really kind of an open box. You 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 don't you're not distracted by how they look or in, in my case the fact that I'm losing my hair. Um, you know you're not distracted by those things. You know maybe my tie is crooked a little bit. Is it is it father? I don't know. You're certainly not distracted, and our <laughs> listeners are not distracted. Thank God for radio, huh? <laughs> That's right. We are so blessed. Uh, again, number to call in eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. With any question, um, one of the things that uh, Bishop Barron had um, expressed that is certainly a, a, again a reminder and a wake up call, maybe for some people if they are not familiar with current statistics. But for every one person who comes into the church, six and a half walk out the back door. Wow. And so we need to, again, reemphasize the importance of reaching out and evangelizing to those that are considered the nuns. And we have the resources available. You know, we have, um, here we are, again, as, as you have mentioned, we're on the air right now, reaching to those that might be, again, uh, tuning in from different locations. Uh, we have our, our social media. We have that presence, uh, Instagram, Twitter. We have all of these opportunities, uh, again, to reach out to where they are at and to bring them home. Again, the number to call to speak with Father Tim Buren on Straight Talk here on Real Presence Live on our Friday morning is 877-795-0122, 877-795-0122. Speak with him about anything regarding the Catholic faith that might be on your heart, your mind, you have a question, you have something that you need a clarification on. Father Tim Buren is here right now to take your call, or also on our RPR Facebook page. You can post that. You can even do it anonymously. That's fine as well. And, you know, Father, getting back to what we were just talking about, you know, with with evangelization, we've been having a lot of these types of discussions at the Diocese of Winona Rochester Pastoral Center. How do we move from just maintenance of church buildings and whatnot to mission? And this is a this is a really pressing question because we can no longer rely upon a lot of the cultural forces that we did in the past in this country to kind of evangelize by osmosis. You know, schools and whatnot used to be, and also hospitals or hospice, uh, what used to be, uh, you know, the, the, the primary ways that used to be just juggernauts of evangelization. And that's not the case anymore. One of the challenges that I see is that we can allow fear to get in the way of knowing that we have the ability to do more. And sometimes, again, that fear can can drive us in a certain direction that is not going to be to be doing what, again, the church is asking of us to do. Example is several years ago, I was at a, a conference in which social media, website design, all of that was part of the presentation. And I could not believe the amount of church people that we're actually complaining about social media, complaining about needing to use, um, you know, this type of material. Now, granted, you know, there is nothing better than that face-to-face encounter with somebody and 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 meeting them where they're at and welcoming them into the into the faith. But again, sometimes you have to find ways that are creative to get to that point in the first place. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And you need to find ways in order to allow yourself to be fed. But then not to make it just a social club for yourself or your family, but to leave room for the Holy Spirit to be able to work when you encounter somebody who is not in the church or doesn't exactly think like you, and to be open, to be docile. Uh, I think uh, in our Curia retreat earlier this, this week, the word was brought up, it's a French word, disponsibility, 
disponibilita or thinking something like that. Uh, but it's it's not easily translated. But it's kind of be like being disposed to the work of the Holy Spirit, so that when that moment comes, you're ready to let the Spirit fly. You know, he says, don't don't worry about what you're to to say. The Spirit will give you the words in the moment. And uh, this is uh, a, a great grace that we just need to accept. You're listening to Real Presence Live. This is Straight Talk with Father Tim Buren. I'm Matt Wilkham, facilitating your discussion with Father Tim Buren about anything on the Catholic faith that you might want to speak to him with. Again, the number 877-795-0122. And we have on the phone Vicki from Duluth. And we'll be, well, we're going to be going to Vicki shortly, but again, the number to call if you want to talk to Father Tim Buren Again, 877-795-0122. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Twenty, Sorry, 42 minutes past the hour here on a Friday morning. We're coming to you live from the Church of St. Charles in St. Charles, Minnesota. Beautiful Friday morning here in southeast Minnesota in between Rochester and Winona. A great place to stop by. If you're in the area, please do stop by the Church of St. Charles and say hi. Father Tim Buren here is the pastor and we are looking forward to receiving your call right now at 877-795-0122. Oh, and we have Vicki from Duluth on the phone line now. Vicki, good morning. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Good morning. Um, I heard you say that, you know, for every one that comes in, like six go out. But now, from a different perspective, uh, I grew up in the church, and back in, in, you know, in the 50s, they cast a wide net, everybody came in, you know, and you just were there. And then I left for 25 years, and I came back about four years ago, three years ago, and I have noticed that the quality of the people, and boy, this sounds judgmental, and I don't mean it that way, um, is really good. The, the people that I see coming to the church and the people that are in the church, uh, all different ages, seem to really uh, want to be there and want to know about the Lord, and it's actually quite um, um, optimistic to me. You know, you may not have the numbers, uh, but the people that seem to be there, and I've noticed that with the priests, the quality of the priests that we have, especially here in Duluth, it's, I, I'm, I'm amazed. I am, I am stunned, because I didn't expect that. When I left and became an evangelical for those 25 years, and when I came back, I did not really expect to find what I did, and it's it's uplifting. Vicki, thank you for your comment. It's uh, beautiful to hear from somebody who is living that experience. I'm just curious, just with a follow-up question, if I may, uh, being involved in an evangelical church, what was it that brought you back to the Catholic Church? Um, uh, well, I, I did not come back willingly. Um, after my husband died nearly four years ago, I didn't want to go to the same church I was going to, and I didn't know what to do and uh, never, ever wanted to go to the Catholic Church. And then I went to one of my doctors locally, and uh, he, he had been uh, at a covenant church, and I asked him how his church was, and he said, uh, I became Roman Catholic, and I was just crushed. I went, oh my gosh, how could you do that? But I didn't say it to him. And he said, I want you to read some books, and he, he told me what to read, and I started reading, and then I look back and I see God's hand bringing me back as far as 10, 12 years ago, but I didn't see that then, 
and now I look back, and I attributed, well, well, I had one priest tell me, you know, maybe somehow your husband told the Holy Spirit, nudge her, you know, because um, there, there's no earthly reason why I came back. There's no earthly reason. And so it's, it's uh, the Lord. You know, and and uh, and I I was shocked, and it was kind of funny because when I came back to mass the first time, they were doing a reading, and I thought, hmm, I know the Bible, and I don't remember that. So I whipped out my phone and I looked it up on the Bible, you know, to see if it was really in the Bible, and I went, oh, it is. They're actually using a real Bible, and. <laughs> So I've, I've just been really excited, and I hate the term on fire, but that's exactly what I've been. That's a beautiful testament and a, and a great witness to those that are listening that might find themselves in a similar situation, uh, again, to come back and to see the truth that the church offers and not what we may, might have uh, misunderstood about teachings of the church or what what we do and and i appreciate your comments you know and, and again you had expressed that you weren't trying to be judgmental um recently i had uh, an opportunity to visit with somebody and i asked them why they have uh wandered away and they said the church is full of hypocrites and i said absolutely we are hypocrites because we are sinners every single one of us that comes to sunday mass that that darkens uh, the door we find ourselves again as sinners needing redemption we are so in need of the mercy of God. And I think there is that tremendous understanding this day in the church, uh, the sacrament of confession, reconciliation. Again, uh, we have been adding more and more times in our parishes uh, because we see this influx of people that have this desire to know they are forgiven. They have this desire to know they are loved. And if you go to some of the other churches where this sacrament is not available, uh, again, there is this 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 missing component of knowing that you can be forgiven and those that are coming to the church are encountering that mercy more than ever. So thank you, Vicki, for yeah. that. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Blessings on your day. Thank you, Vicki. You're you. listening to Real Presence Live. It is the Straight Talk segment where you can call in with your question on the Catholic faith to talk with Father Tim Buren at 877-795-0122. Again, that number, 877-795-0122 here on the RPR Network. And we have a question in studio here from our very own Michael Goldsmith. I was just listening to everything, and I... I want to interject i know we have waiting for people to call in with last sunday's readings father my wife asked me you know how does this really tie in i don't understand this gospel and, I, and i've read it before too you know with with the resurrection and 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 with the marrying of the of the seven are do you have any like i know that we don't want to take a lot of time but some short insight on on, on where this was going all know. three of the readings were discussing and presenting again the reminder that we're not meant for this world that we are meant for everlasting life and one of the ways that we need to understand with how jesus addresses the different people whether it be the scribes the pharisees uh, teaching his disciples is that he in many ways is addressing something at the moment in which this might have been the coffee talk if they had coffee back in that day. And so he's going to address something that people have been discussing. So if we bring that concept into the modern world, we can still see how the scriptures are timeless and then we're able to ref 
inform uh, that understanding. But ultimately, it is reminding us that uh, that eternity is our goal, that everlasting life is our goal. And so, uh, again, as individuals that we're striving in our call to holiness, now you can obviously do that as a couple. The, re- the, the reminder that I gave uh, all the couples present at the parishes this last weekend is you have a job description. Your job description is to get your spouse to heaven. Mm-hmm. You have to do everything you can to get your spouse to heaven. Now, what would have happened during the time of Christ is there would have been these moments then the scribes and the Pharisees who felt that they knew all the answers would try to trick Jesus up and and try to again challenge him. But basically, at the very root of what the scriptures were talking about was that our goal is everlasting life, at the root of it. And that's where, so from the point that we don't, we in this age, we marry and remarry, but really the ultimate goal is to get to heaven then. Ultimate goal is to get to heaven. So it's really that 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 concept in that in that say, stating, you know, who's whose husband or whose wife this is in heaven really is, is 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 a broader aspect of just we all have the duty to get there, but especially within the marriage sacrament that we each other and that bond have have that extra duty to help each other, right? Absolutely. And I think one of the hardest parts is especially for couples that, you know, have been married for such a long time and and there's again this desire that they will see each other in heaven someday. The reality is as we go as an individual into heaven and we have the opportunity to experience the fullness of the beatific vision, you know, the distraction of being in the presence of God is going to be beyond anything of mm. those that, that are around us or those that we might have encountered in this life and then we'll see them in the next life. So really, none of that is the priority. It's being in the presence of God. That's the priority. And and it's hard for us to express that because mm. we love our spouse. You know, we we love our children. We love our parents. But once we get to heaven, you know, that's that's the fullness. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, again, hard to explain and to express because I don't want to discount the love that we have for those that we're around. But again, it's bigger than all of that. Right. It's so big that we can't even wrap our minds around it. Right. Well, yeah. well thank you for that, Father. You're I so welcome. Yeah. Thank you, Michael. Yeah. And uh, it's your chance until the top of the hour to call in at 877-795-0122 and talk with Father Tim Buren about anything regarding the Catholic faith that might be on your mind. If you have a question, feel free to give us a call again at 877-795-0122. Father Beeren, we have a Susie from Gillette, Wyoming on the phone with a question. Good morning, Susie. What's your question for Father Tim Beeren? Oh, good morning. Um, earlier in the program, Father mentioned his second parish was an oratory church, and I'm wondering if Father could explain what that means, please. Absolutely. Thank you, Susie, for your phone call today. Um, and I, I do apologize because I'm not exactly sure if that is a canonical title or if that is a title that we use locally. But what that means is there is no longer regular Sunday Mass there. It is a painful uh-huh. part of the process because, again, we have seen um, a decline in some of the rural areas. Um, and and this church, which is seven miles from the main church of St. Charles Borromeo, had a dwindling membership. We hadn't had a baptism there in you know, maybe 10 years. Um, and so we have an opportunity 
to go to the oratory church and to celebrate funerals, uh, to celebrate weddings. But as far as having a regular uh, mass there, that does not happen. Now, each diocese may have different protocols and what they do for those situations. Uh, we still heat our church. We still, you know, make sure that we maintain it. It's a, it's a beautiful church. And in the summer, uh, again, there's a lot uh, uh, more people around. We, we, we had a discussion on whether or not we would, uh, again, create an opportunity for evangelizing to the state park. It's one of the, I think it's the second most popular state park in the state of Minnesota for visitors. Whitewater? Whitewater State Park um, after um, one up in the Twin Cities area. But anyway, so th- the challenge that we have is for whatever reason, and, and this is to no fault of the parishioners or the uh, previous priests, but they never made the church accessible uh, to those with difficulty walking. So there's about 14 steps to get into the into the church, and there's another 10 steps to get into the basement. So that's that's an unfortunate part. But again, with, with the dwindling numbers, that was one of the churches that in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, that went to this status. There are other churches that completely um, dismantled, took out the stained glass windows, repurposed the altars in other churches, uh, things like that, and they are no longer functioning as a Catholic church. So this is, this is yes, a painful part of, of the church and what's happening today. We see this happening all over, um, but not to lose heart because um, as we have discovered in our diocese, and please don't, don't take offense to this, but Truth be told, we will drive a significant amount of time to get to a Walmart. You know, so we'll we'll drive a significant amount of time to get to a Walmart to fulfill some of those needs. And in my area alone, we have probably operating easily 10 Catholic churches within 20 minutes of each other. So there are plenty of opportunities still uh, to participate in the life of the parish uh, in this area. So so that's, again, uh, Susie, I thank you for your question. I, I hesitate, you know, as you can probably tell from my voice, uh, a little sadness there because the people are so wonderful and loving and caring, um, but there's also a sadness that they don't have that regular mass. So thank you, Susie, for your call. Well, thank you. Thank you, God Susie. Bless. God bless you as well. You know the thing that Father Father Beer and I wanted to point out that is, you know, in years, decades past, they they didn't have the option of heated seats in their cars. You know, <laughs> and so in Minnesota in the winter, you know, this is very important, and you know, this is kind of it's a creature comfort that I enjoy. But uh, it also does help when you're driving those long distances. I was selfishly thinking heated seats for the pastor at Mass. There is a parish in our diocese that is also an oratory. But even as it was operating as a regular parish, they didn't heat it, believe it or not. And so um, every, like for Christmas... Um, they would have to bring the poinsettias back and forth to the rectory, as an example. And it wasn't uncommon to discover ice in the holy water font. Oh, boy. So there you go. The, uh, the they, salt the, there doesn't keep it from freezing. For, <laughs> for whatever reason. And so a heated seat would be probably a welcome. Heated pews. <laughs> How about heated that? Heated pews. There you go. <laughs> I was being selfish. I apologize, listeners. <laughs> You're listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilkham, along with Father Tim Buren. Just a couple minutes left in our Straight Talk segment for you to call in and talk with Father Tim about anything regarding the Catholic faith. And uh, yeah, just a couple minutes left. And just wanted to piggyback on that, just going back to what we were talking about before with moving from maintenance to mission. What, what are we really about here in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, or any other diocese for that matter? Are we about just simply maintaining what has been given to us, maintaining buildings? Are we, are, are we pastors, in a sense, of just 
buildings, or is it about a mission of proclaiming God's love to each and every person, regardless of where they may be? We certainly have to be uh, continuing to grow in these areas. Personally, as a, as a pastor, as a priest in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, I have discovered over my 20 years of priesthood that unless I keep rooted in prayer every single day, every single morning, uh, praying my holy hour, praying my liturgy of the hours, that I will not be able to do anything and I would be stuck in that maintenance mode, that if I didn't continually read uh, uh, new books, review past books. Um, again, it would be so easy to be stuck in that maintenance mode. And again, as pastors, we have a great responsibility that we do not fall into that trap of maintenance mode. Um, I recently had um, an experience in which um, a former student of mine at Minnesota State University, Mankato, with the Newman Center had had reached out to me and thanked me because back in the day, there was a frustration that she had. She felt that the Newman Center at the time was a great place. Why do we have to keep going out and getting more students involved? <laughs> and I, I had to remind her that this is not a club. This is not an organization. This this is the church and this is our mission. So that was even you know 15 years ago. And she is now seeing that reality in her own parish and how she has gotten involved now doing something that she was you know, wanting to just not to be involved in. She wanted to be in that maintenance mode. She didn't want to grow, and now she is able to live that out. And so that was a, a huge blessing. I think it's important too, Father, to realize that we have to continue to grow because there are people, regardless of how much we may try to do outreach to them, there are going to be people who leave. And so if we don't continually keep going out, we will not only not grow, but the the, the, the parish will eventually slowly but surely shrink if we don't do mission rather than simply maintenance. We have to love people where they are at. And and as pastors, we have to also be very careful at how we reach out to people. Just a quick little story here. A, a friend of mine was visiting a church with their um, softball team, and they had all of the, the girls go to mass, and they were in their uniforms because they were going to be having some games later in the day. The pastor of that particular parish actually um, made some kind of comment about how you are to dress at mass, and they really felt embarrassed. Mm. They felt shamed by that. So we as pastors have a great responsibility. Let's live it. Let's do what Jesus has given us uh, as the commission and go make disciples. Amen. Thank you, Father Biron, And thanks to all who called in or wrote in with your questions. Reminder that this segment is on at 930 Central Time every Monday through Friday. You're listening to Real Presence Live.